Skype of Cthulhu presents The Call of Cthulhu Scenario Horror's Heart by Sheldon Gillet. Shall begin, then we shall begin. So, this is Horror's Heart by Sheldon Gillet. I suppose we have to uh, pronounce everything in French now. So, Gillet. Um, it is. What did we say? April. Or perhaps not quite April. It will be April 2nd by the time you all get on the train, but we'll get there. Um, so late March, whatever, 1926. Um, all of the characters in question uh, receive, we're kind of wherever you are, scattered you know, around the, uh, around New England doing what you're doing um, since the last few adventures uh, receive a letter it is a letter from a gentleman Philip McBride uh, who you know from years past and if someone would like to (laughs) if someone would like to read out the letter Read it into the official court records, so to speak. Uh, My dear friend, much time has passed since we last met. I've been able to follow a little of your career from afar, discreetly, I assure you. My own career has no doubt been invisible to you. I have become a priest in the Catholic Church. Yes, I am now Father Philip. I know this may come as a surprise to you, and I hardly acknowledge my multitude of sins, But we are all such sinners that my teachers and confessors alike find my faith and honesty more interesting than my sins. I am awash in forgiveness. Each day is precious to me. I write to you now because I need your particular research skills and inviting you to Montreal. I I dare to hope that you are free and not mind a week's sojourn in this beautiful city. I have arranged that you stay in our new parish house and the new parish house of St. Cutis and enclose your tickets by train. The matter about which I write is confidential, so I may not indicate it here. The price in view is of a great value to the church and to Christianity as a whole. Need I add the success of the venture might bring the participants worldwide fame? Your friend, Philippe. Ooh la la. Can't say better than that. Uh, so the letter is uh, indeed uh, enclosed with a train ticket uh, departing New York on the 2nd of April and arriving in Montreal the following day. Uh, so presumably uh, everyone is uh, interested enough to uh, actually bother to show up and go. Uh, otherwise, go find a character who is. Um, <laughs> Uh, your choice. Um, so let's go around, and if you would introduce your character and uh, how you knew um, Father McBride in the past. Sean? Yes, I'm playing Daniel Boyle, a legitimate businessman from the Boston area, uh, close associates of the uh, the Kennedys and their shipping and importing and exporting services. And uh, he uh, is a very handsome man with a 
winning smile to him. Uh, I was going to say that he knew the father because the f- he met the father as a as a the two of, when the two of them were young men. So he will be very surprised to hear that the uh, his friend Philip is now a priest with the Catholic Church. Uh, no doubt, a big change from when you were both young, Edwin. Uh, I'd be happy to to do these things. Can you tell us a little bit about Philip McBride, like what we know about him, and then we can so we know how we know him. Uh, how would you like to have known him? Uh, well, he could, how, he how could old be, is he? Uh, he is uh, older than you are. Uh, he is fifty four. Okay. Um, he was born and raised in Ireland. Ah, of course. He attended okay. Oxford. Um, it could be that, you know, for uh, Miss LaForge, perhaps he met uh, your family uh, in Paris or yeah. uh, your family. Does he have anything to do oh. with physics or chemistry? Um, no. No. Yeah, uh, well, we, we did we, we did meet. Uh, I had dinner with him uh, several times. So I'm Anacelise LaForge. Uh, and yeah, I've had dinner uh, with him several times in in Paris when he was uh, visiting from Ireland. Uh, it was some years ago, and uh, he seemed old then, so perhaps it's a little less surprising to uh, Mr. Boyle that he has taken up the cloth, although he has quite a raucous had quite a raucous sense of humor. Sure. Um... You, as a little bit of additional background, uh, you would also know that at one time uh, he did live in the United States and worked for a newspaper, uh, has a MA from Harvard uh, in both philosophy and history. Wow. Uh, he spent some time in Japan in 1894. He was uh, an advisor to the English uh, military attaches in Japan during the Sino-Japanese War. Um, Let's go to Rachel. So this is, uh, I'm Stanley McBride and Philip is my cousin. My father's brother stayed in Ireland and uh, we would visit periodically either when we went back to, to the homeland or when he came to the United States first to study and with his various um, highbrow. I work at a university too, Stanley. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> uh, adventures. So um, now he needs my help. Ha ha. We'll see how this goes. Steve? Yeah, so I'll be. Um, <clears throat> So I'll be uh, reprising my role of Patricia Boone from an earlier scenario. She is a partner in a law firm uh, specializing in patent law. Uh, She would have known uh, Philip when he was in Harvard, I believe, when she was going through Harvard Law. And, um, you know, occasionally went to parties and mixers and things like that when he was such a hoot. And... uh, yeah, got up to quite a few hijinks before it Excellent. became respectable. Excellent. 
Uh, so presumably um, from wherever you are, you all make your way uh, to New York the morning of the second to board the Canadian Pacific. Um, sorry, that's the company, uh, the Great Northern run by the Canadian Pacific Operating Company, train number 2212, bound for Montreal. Uh, it is a uh, very luxurious uh, train, uh, as you uh, are seen on board. Um, <clears throat> none of you are in uh, sleeper cars, unless you wanted to you know, upgrade to that for some reason. Uh, but the day coaches are very, very nice. Uh, they're lined with rugs and carpets, uh, walnut paneling, very comfortable seats. Uh, there is a, a club car and a dining car. Um, the mirrors are all of cut glass. All the service is uh, solid silver and fine china. And the, uh, um, the conductor uh, is very efficient and orderly. Uh, seems like a nice enough fellow <clears throat> and all of the other uh, attendants um, are very uh, you know efficient getting you know helping you with your bags and seeing you to your seat and you know can I bring you a drink and uh, it is uh, looks to be a very pleasant ride um, some of you would of course recognize each other as you're as you're boarding or settling in and Someone else comes and, and sits. Uh, you're all in the same uh, car, not necessarily sitting right next to each other, but you know, close enough that those of you who know each other would recognize each other. And perhaps if there were a little bit of uh, interplayer conversation from those who know each other, someone else might overhear something to uh, trigger their interest. Professor LaForge. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Uh, Stanley, how is how have you been? Uh, I'm 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 well. How 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 is life treating you? It has been uh, quite a series of uh, of shocks, I must say. But uh, overall, <laughs> these things are good. <laughs> I give her a sideways look and say, "Well, thou, well, I I I good, I guess, good." Good. Well, it's it's, yes. it's it's good to see you. Going going to Montreal, are you? Yes, I am going to see uh, 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 an acquaintance of mine, a uh, Father McBride. My cousin. Of course, it is your cousin. Ah, wow, that is wonderful. Well, how do you know Philip? I uh, I had some dinners with him uh, maybe six years ago. He was in Paris. I'm He's a very fun man. He is fun. I did not. I... But I now see there's, there's a resemblance between you. Oh, yes. Look at the ears. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is that where you are headed as well, or are you just two months it more? It is. Well? I got this strange letter from him. Uh, what, like this? Oh, yes. Yes. Interesting. You know, it was not so very long ago 
see this woman over there, the one with the uh, the suit on. She oh, and yes. I met also through some common acquaintance. Ah, Anna Celise, how are you, darling? Patricia, I see you it's now. It's very yes. good to see you. Yes, very. Good. How how have you been? I'm uh, I'm well, all things considered. And and you? Ah, uh, I, I perhaps I guess all things considered. Uh, Patricia, you should meet uh, Mr. Stanley McBride. He uh, works at Arkham University. Ah, ah, nice to meet you, Stanley. Nice to meet you. Are you um, uh, <clears throat> a professor there? Kind of gives him a little bit of a look. Um, I'm in building maintenance. Ah, excellent, excellent. He is um, very good. Yes, yes. Oh. Miss Miss Boone is a uh, an advocate. Yes, yes, a uh, a patent lawyer. I've been to uh, <clears throat> to Miskatonic a uh, a few times to uh, to do some work for uh, <clears throat> for some of the the gentlemen and ladies there. Um, yes, yes. So it's it's a pleasure to meet your acquaintance. Any friend of Anna Solis is a friend of mine. We have certainly had reason to. Uh, to get a little closer these past few weeks. Yes. Yeah, she's very what, special. Yes. What brings you to Marial, Patricia? Oh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm trying to get a little, a little time off to, um, you know, my, I relax. My, my doctor, I mean, uh, my friends have, uh, have told me that I'm maybe a little, a little high strung these days. And I got a, a letter from an old friend of mine that, that I used to go to school with. Um, Good old Phil. Phil McBride is, uh... No. Having... Yes, yes, yes. Father Phil. Huh. Father this Phil is the now, cousin yes. of, uh, of Stanley here. You don't say. Well, ain't it a small world? It is and a I small am... world. It is. We, uh, I think I was about to say to you, uh, Stanley, that uh, it was Miss, Miss Boone I discovered a friend in common as well oh wait a minute you know miss miss you know philip as well this is starting to sound an awful lot like the last time we met anna Celise. exactly <laughs> what i was thinking it is like a, a a time loop or something yes yes, yes. will we be condemned to live these parties over and over oh. uh, perhaps this one at least they will speak uh, french and have some civilized food yes yes <laughs> <laughs> the help could certainly use an upgrade. No this is much nicer than the manor. Yes. As the conversation continues, kind of the, you know the all the passengers aboarded and the uh, you know the conductor calls the <clears throat> calls the train out and the lurch and a and a chug. The train heads out of the uh, station. And uh, heads north as the conversation continues. Huh. It is nice to be traveling. Oh, look! There's the um, there's the reporter, Miss Simon. He, he's he's going through the Simon. Oh, he just went through to the other car. That's we'll speak with him later. That's that's all right. Oh yes, yes. Imagine him being here too. Hmm. hmm. And Patricia. There's a most handsome man up there near the front of the car. 
I believe that our other friend would be very happy if you met him. Oh, yes. he, he was going to wait until you were all leaving the train and offer you a ride. So not to be <laughs> impolite and create an awkward hour and a half social awkwardness. But uh, it is possible, though, I will say that um, anybody who reads the papers may have seen Mr. Boyle's face there before. He mm. occasionally appears in the paper in the crime section, but as of yet has not been arrested. Ah, put to jail. An exciting man. I, I think I recognize him from from the papers. Yes, perhaps I'll go say hello or or, or call him over. <clears throat> Mr. Boyle, you, Mr. Boyle. <laughs> looks up from he the paper he's been reading, the Boston Globe, of course, and uh, looks at you all very curiously. Stands you up. Have a chat with some. Uh, some lovely ladies and interesting company. She puts her hand on Stanley's shoulder. Very <laughs> confused by this, but nevertheless walks over with the paper folded under his arm. And yet, yet yes, miss, he says, looking at your finger. <laughs> yes, yes, Miss Boone. She holds her hand out to him fairly clearly. And he <laughs> no swoops up your hand and gives it a... a ever so gentle brushing of his lips on it. Ah, Daniel Boyle, very nice to meet you, my dear. May I sit? Please do, please do. Ah, this is I... uh, this is my good friend, Anna Solis. She's French, you know. Yes. Um, Mr. Boyle? Yes. Pleasure, it's all mine. And Stanley McBride of Miskatonic University, I'll have you know. Oh, well, <laughs> sir. Well, well met. And he holds out his hand to give a shake hearty shake he does not give you a hearty shake he gives you a perfectly reasonable he does not seem to be the sort that needs to hearty shake the other person to intimidate them well well it's too late on stanley's part <laughs> no no that's fine uh, mr mcbride what is it that you do with the university oh engineering <laughs> oh excellent so you're with the the support staff. Have you ever thought about unionizing? Um, I know the we Teamsters came through. <laughs> we should talk. Yes. Men like you, I'm sure, could go big places. The right, uh, right forces behind him. What, what brings all of you charming people to uh, Montreal? Who's the most... Why? Amazing coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> it's about to get more amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're on our way to a party. Can you believe it? <laughs> uh, a lovely woman like yourself? Of course I believe it. A party thrown by a priest. Yes. Priest party. Well, those can be quite remarkable if you get the right priest. Oh, if I know Phil. Phil? <laughs> Phil, Phil McBride? Oh, my God. Yeah, my cousin. He is your cousin. Oh, yes, the ears, of course. I should have seen it right away. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I knew. I knew Phil when I was a young man. And he, he, you, can you believe he's become a priest of all things? There must be stories in your family of him. 
in his escapades. Well, I'm sure his mother prayed really hard. Mm, well, yes, very hard to get him in there, into the man of the cloth. Very interesting. Uh, Miss Miss Boone, how do you know Phil? Oh, oh, from back in the uh, good old college days, you know. Was, he went uh, to college. How remarkable! Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> Her eyes begin to narrow at this. Perhaps. No, he seems generally enthusiastic, which you know, oh, the, given okay. the time period, may not be. He's not condescending when he says it, even if. Sean sounds condescending when he says it. <laughs> you know, you remind me a bit of a man that I used to know, a Mr. St. John Smythe. Did you ever, uh, did you ever oh. beat that gentleman? Oh, I hated him. Yes. <laughs> Very severe, wasn't he? I find he? it. I found him to be entirely a bore. Whatever happened to him, anyway? A bit judgmental. Oh, oh. yes. Prone to bad decisions, as far as I could see. People like that always get what's coming to them one way or another. One hopes. One hopes. Uh, wow. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> I thought he was straight crash. <laughs> yeah. Scenario. Over. Perhaps you could railroad us to the plot quicker. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> yes. So as this uh, wonderful conversation <laughs> continues, um, you know, the, the train heads out of the city, kind of through the suburbs and, you know, is, is rolling on through the afternoon. Uh, you know, drinks are brought around kind of as as and when requested. Uh, it's quite a lovely ride. Uh, it's a lovely spring day outside and you know, kind of through the uh, the rolling hills of central New York. Everything is green and lush outside. The conversation inside is is warm and at least mostly friendly uh, to most people, I guess. Um, <clears throat> would you all make a. Uh, Intelligence role. Uh, normal pass. I got a hard. That is a hard for me as well. Uh, Regular. That sounds like everyone passed. Would you make a the firearms skill of your choice? Uh huh. I don't have <laughs> firearms. Let's see how you face. Oh, I did not pass that. I got a two. Ooh. Oh, nice. Go Stanley. <laughs> uh, I did not pass my base of either. Okay. Uh, so, you know, as the, you know, the train is kind of clacking and rolling along, uh, from the car in front of you, the car ahead of the car that you guys are in, uh, which is the, I think it's the dining car, isn't it? Is that what it says? Yes, which is the dining car. Uh, you hear what you all recognize as a gunshot, a single gunshot. Mm. And uh, Mr. McBride, uh, you recognize, you can, you can tell from the sound, uh, it is the shot of a small caliber revolver, not more than a 32, maybe even smaller. <clears throat> and 
shortly, you know, almost immediately after the gunshot, you hear a woman scream. And then there's just kind of a, a cacophony of, you know, noise, people shouting, you know, chairs banging around, this kind of thing. I will, uh, Mr. Boyle leaps up with a cat-like reflexes and says, wait, 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 wait here, Mr. Stanley, come with me. And he's reaching into his, underneath his jacket. He's not pulling anything out, but he's definitely trying to get his hand on something underneath his jacket as he moves forward to the dining room cart. Okay. Uh, just as you reach the door to the car uh, and pull it open, uh, the door slams open as someone on the other side was opening it at the same time. Uh, someone who looks like this. Give me a moment here. Where is he? Here he is. Uh, it's an older gentleman. Uh, kind of lar- very you know large heavy set heavy beard <clears throat> wearing a, you know he's he's dressed as a conductor um in one hand he has a revolver and with the other hand he is dragging he is pulling a woman this woman i uh, passed you and he shoves past you and he drags the you know woman down the aisle through the car uh do i have any chance of stopping his forward momentum uh you certainly may do so if you would like to my canadian wife is criticizing my french so that's, that's awesome <laughs> as she should as she should Oh, poor Jim. He's getting it from both sides today. (laughs) (laughs) It's nothing Uh, unusual. How would you like uh, to try to stop him? Well, I'm going to try to... I mean, he's walking by. I'm going to try to uh, grab his hand with the gun and and hold it. Say, where are you going, sir? He's in uniform, right? Yes, he is. It's another locomotive engineer. Just like last Uh, time. That's a regular success. Uh, okay. Um, he, as you try to grab him, um, he pulls, you know, you kind of just almost get a hold of him and he just pulls away from you. Uh, he is very strong. Mm. You can, I mean, you know, you could tell that as you kind of grab and he just pulled right away from you, uh, without almost without any trouble at all. Mm. Let me pass. Does the woman look like she's been shot? Uh, she does not look like she has been shot. You do not see any blood. Is she fighting? Is she alive? Is she, like what's? Uh, she is. Um, she is alive. She is struggling. Let me go. Let me go. Uh, I will attempt to trip him. Okay. Uh, you may fighting brawl. A With trip. my newly <laughs> newly improved fighting brawl uh let's see is it improved enough oh it is improved enough uh, normal success maybe enough we'll find out <clears throat> um you don't trip him in the sense that he falls mm-hmm. uh, 
but you do kind of catch him enough that he he stumbles, um, comes back up, turns and points the gun at you. And I think at this point we will go into dex order. So, Mr. Boyle. Um, I... The conductor has the gun trained on Miss LaForge. I will pull my gun out and aim it. I can't imagine he's gotten too far beyond me, but maybe he has. And point it right at him and say, you, sir, lower your weapon. Uh, Mr. Boone. Ms. Ms. Boone, I do apologize. Um, can I pull Anasalise to the ground, sort of out of the way? I sure you may make a fighting brawl roll. Are you going, uh, Miss LaForge? Are you going to try to resist her or? Uh, no, I, I want to not. Stand <laughs> assuming that uh, she makes. Like if 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 I'm aware of it, if she's sort of not surprised, you know, if somebody surprises me and grabs me, I would certainly try to resist. But if if I'm aware of her, then I would. Yeah, yeah she'll she'll give a look out and kind of okay. try to push that her down reasonable. and protect her friend. Yeah, go right ahead. So it's a fighting brawl. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think that's good. still haven't got any better at this. That's a solid fail. Okay. Try to pull Miss LaForge aside, but uh, are unable to, Miss LaForge. Uh, excuse me, I, I didn't see you there, uh, sir. I was frightened by the man here. I say this to the conductor guy, who's pointing a gun at me. Okay. Um, I could make a. I'm horrible at fast talk. I can't make a fast talk. What am I talking about? That's what I do. <laughs> okay. Um, Mr. McBride. Um. Does he look like he's standing down at all? Um, psychology role. I have a one. No, I guess it's a 20. Sorry. No, not at all. Um, you know what? I, I I can't stop a bullet, so I'm I'm just gonna wait and see how this plays out. Okay. Uh, he glares at Miss LaForge for just half a second, and then con- yanks on the woman's arm and continues to pull her down the train car. Let me pass, Mister Boyle. <sighs> <sighs> I'm going to shoot him. Whoa. What else would you do? Go right ahead. As a legitimate businessman. <laughs> yes, exactly. Who's got high price, high price retainers. Which country are we in, by the way? That could be important for this. <laughs> <laughs> not crossed the, we've not crossed the border yet. So that's a hard yeah. success. Okay. Would you be safe if you crossed the border right after you shoot him? It's hard to tell. <laughs> uh, for nine points of damage. Oof. Nicely done. I'm not trying to kill him if I, you know, I assume I've shot enough people. Okay, fair enough. Uh, he is wounded. Uh, Ms. Boone. 
<clears throat> um, Mr. Doyle has shot the conductor. Or one of the conductors. I've shot somebody in a conductor uniform, yes. <laughs> um, what's the situation with the woman that he's dragging? Is she like uh, carrying her in front of him, dragging her by the hair behind him like some Neanderthal? What? <laughs> uh, dragging her by the arm. He's holding her. He's he has her by, but you know, one arm or one hand, right? The hand that doesn't have the revolver in it uh, is, you know, around her upper arm, right, right up by her shoulder, right, with a, clearly a pretty tight grip on the arm, and he's mm -hmm. got her held, you know, pulled close to him, dragging her along that way, <clears throat> pulling her along that way. Well, if at first you don't succeed, I suppose what I'm going to do is try to uh, wrench her out of his grasp. Save a, another woman if I can. And a 97 doesn't succeed either. <laughs> he grabs you instead. Right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> or also, maybe. Also, in, in one hand, he kind of wraps his arm around me as he's dragging her with his hand. Um, yeah, I think, um, I will, uh, sort of crouch down and try to grab her ankles. Okay. Uh, just to have a hold of them? With the thought that, yeah, that that will, yeah, I mean, he, he's got her by the arm, and I'm assuming that this, this might slow him down enough that things will occur. Yeah, that I could sort of keep uh, slow his momentum or free her up. One of the two is likely to happen because he can't. Surely he's not strong enough to drag both of us through a crowd. Okay, you can certainly do that. I think that's fair, uh, Mr. McBride. Um, I'm going to go in and land one on this guy. He's obviously a brute, so just a plain old fighting brawl, feeling punchy. Oh, except I rolled all the zeros. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you overbalance and fall in between the seats. Uh, he yells out again, I said, let me pass. And he fires three shots through the ceiling of the, uh, the carriage. Mr. Boyle. Um, so he's not the first guy I've ever shot. I mean, did he seem to get slowed down at all by what I was sure was a fairly solid hit? Uh, he was definitely staggered. Yes. <sighs> all right. Um, I guess I will take another shot at him again, trying to clip him more than, than kill him. Uh, but I miss uh, well, he okay. missed two. He hit the ceiling, so you shouldn't do that. <laughs> Three times. So, he, so exactly. he only has two bullets left in a standard gun at this time. Uh, give <laughs> me a luck roll, please. That's a hard success. Uh, would you roll some damage as you shoot the young lady? Oh, no, I'm sorry. You said a hard success. Hard success, Never mind. yes. yes. Well, you never what? know. Maybe that's what you wanted. No. I do apologize. You. <laughs> Uh, Ms. Boone. 
You see, oh. Mr. Boyle came awfully close to shooting the young lady. Yes, probably me as well. Although, probably not with that last roll. I may be in the seat across from her. Um, hmm. <clears throat> well, what would that be? I tried to stop him. I tried to stop her. <clears throat> I'd like to yell, just stop it. Stop it, everybody. Stop it. I'm not sure if that'll do anything. Intimidate or? Sure. In, well, are you trying to intimidate or are you, are you trying to persuade them to stop? Or are you trying to intimidate them to stop? You know, what's, I guess it depends on the tone, right? Right, right, right. I think, uh, I think she's probably had enough of this and is going to stand up in her with one hand out towards, uh, both the computer and, um, is it Mr. Uh, what is it, Boyle? Sorry. Um, and yeah, yeah, just yell, stop it, stop it, both of you, and uh, try to intimidate them both. Bend them to her will. Which will be a normal success. I don't know if that's going to be good enough in this circumstance. Okay. So try. Um, Mr. Boyle, you have been normally intimidated. <laughs> come back to that miss laforge um did i have any success in uh, uh he has not tried the... to he has not tried to pull her away from you since you grabbed her ankles at the moment you're still presumably on the floor holding on to her ankles um what uh and she's well dressed it looked like yes and what is she saying or doing no, I won't go. Let me go. Um, yeah, I'll try to sort of just get a better grip around her, sort of wrap up around, you know, both of her knees and, uh, yeah. Okay. Consolidate my hold. Mr. McBride. Well, I fell between the sheet, the, the, the seat. So I'm down low. So I'm going to make a grab for this guy's ankle and see if I can't just jerk them out from behind, from under him and send him to the ground. Okay. Fighting brawl with the bonus die. Ooh. Ooh. That is a regular success. Uh, nicely done. Um, you do pull his feet out from under him. Uh, he falls to the floor of the carriage. And as he does, he lets go of the woman. He lets go of the... Actually, he doesn't let go of the revolver. Um, he fires three more shots, which kind of go wild into the ceiling and the walls of the carriage. And... Almost as soon as he hits the ground, he bounces back up, looks around at the, uh, you know, kind of quickly looks at the four of you as well as the other, you know, passengers in the carriage who are all kind of cowering and, and so forth, and leaps out the window. What? Figures. 
the windows in this carriage don't open. <laughs> They're solid glass. Um, and they are, uh, you know, and they are uh, not large windows. So when he leaps out the window, he takes out the window, the window frame, and rips out part of the wood of the carriage, you know, the carriage wall as well. Hmm. And you say he kept the gun, but left it, left everything else. Uh, he dropped the gun. He ended Meaning up dropping else. the gun. Yeah. Oh, drop the gun too. That's right. okay. Uh, oh, are you are you okay, uh, ma, uh, madam? Ah, we oui, we oui, yes. Thank you, thank you. I'm, I I am I am fine. I am fine. Thank thank you so much for your assistance. I I did not want to go with that gentleman. No. I'll pocket the gun. Nice. Okay. And this he? is not a this is not a flimsy train or anything, right? I mean, the ability to kind of smash the window and the wall is pretty remarkable, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Could I, while they're chatting, can I run to the window and or the hole in the wall and peek out, stick my head out? Uh, you may. Uh, give me a spot hidden roll. Oh, oh no, actually, that is a uh, oh, yeah, no, it fails. Sorry, okay. thinking about burning luck. Um, so you know, the, the area that the train is traveling through right now, there's there's um, you know, there's a little you know, there's the bur the the railway berm itself, uh, and then you know, maybe. 15, 20 feet of uh, grass embankment and then uh, trees. Uh, not a super thick forest, you know, not a really super dense forest, but, you know, definitely well forested. Uh, and you see a man disappear into the trees on foot, kind of running into the trees. I will. I will glance up and down to determine or verify that we're I don't know if there'd be any. Well, there'd be the crossing, right? We'd have to stop the crossing, so we're still in the states. But um, yeah, okay, that's enough. I'll stick my head back in and listen. The um, go ahead. I'm just gonna look at her and say, um, "Are you going to see Father McBride too?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know who that is. Um, the, uh, the train conductor, um, the one that you saw earlier, the one who, uh, took your tickets at the beginning of the voyage, at the beginning of the journey, uh, comes into the car. Oh, Mademoiselle Lavelle, are you okay? Please, uh, we, I am, I am so sorry for, for this. I do not who, do not know who that gentleman was. He, uh, we have telegraphed the police, but, um, I hope you understand. We. We cannot stop the train. You're such a villain. Uh, but the, the police are on it. And I, I assure you, the Canadian Pacific Railway will not rest until we find out who has done this dastardly thing. Is it common for you to, uh, to have strangers kidnap passengers on board your train? Why, this young lady is liable to sue you for everything it's, this train company is worth. 
Oh, no, I would not do such a thing. It is all right. Everyone is everyone is fine, I, except for the train itself, a little damaged. Uh, and she kind of you know straightens herself up and and you know checks her. Oh, I've torn out part of a seam. Oh, how terrible! Well, <coughs> still that was quite excitement. You are you are all oh, you are all uh, you are all well. Yes, he did not hurt you. No. It seems really strange. Can I roll some kind of psychology to see if she's like trying to cover up or you know? Being drugged down the hallway by a strange man seems odd. Whether she's just forgiving or whether she's like quickly trying to, you know, take interest or, yeah, any eyes off of her. Uh, you may, of course, rule psychology. Excellent. And that time I get an extreme success. Not that that matters. Um, she is warm and being sincere. Oh, maybe it does matter. Didn't see that coming, did you? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> Sincerity? What? Uh, 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 Mess with you every time. I tell you. <laughs> I will turn Shocked. to the. I will yeah. turn to the conductor and say, uh, "Good sir, bring a. Have we cross? Have we crossed into Montreal at this point, Jim? Uh, into Canada? Not quite yeah. yet. No. Oh. When we cross the border, bring us bring us something strong to drink. Oh, would you all care to join me in my cabin? I, I, it's the only right thing to do. I can offer you a drink now in my cabin and 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 say thank you. Oh, I will <clears throat> my my elbow to her. Uh, she takes it graciously. With all the points I put into app, I would hope so. <laughs> um, you can all make a hard no roll. Is she French or uh, French Canadian? French Canadian. Nope. Uh, no. Sorry, I was muted. No, I fail uh, also. Uh, I will burn one po one point of luck and succeed. Of course. <laughs> um, if anyone would, mm. I would totally expect it to be Mr. Boyle. Um, you know, kind of now that thing, you know, the the things of you know the situation has settled down, and she's taking your arm and she's leading you back, um, you know, towards her uh, towards her car, her cabin. You realize you recognize her. Uh, you don't know her, but you recognize her photo um, from the society pages in various New York newspapers. Uh, she is Céline Lavoie, uh, who has uh, in recent years been making uh, something of a name for herself as a Broadway actress. Mm, fake name. Uh, all of the reviews of her performances have been rave reviews. Uh, perhaps you even went to see some of her performances. Uh, you know, the, the critics have described her as very charismatic and deeply talented. 
as well as clearly very beautiful. Ah, uh, Miss Lavoie, of course, of course, that's why I recognize you. I was in New York doing business and uh, I, uh, I happened to catch one of your shows. You were quite marvelous, quite marvelous. Oh, you are too kind, sir. You are too kind. Oh, not kind enough, not kind enough. I can't understand. Why would someone treat you so roughly? This is, this is beyond the pale. Oh, it is it is the, the price one pays for being famous at, at times, I'm afraid. I do apologize again for the inconvenience. You are quite all right. You and your friends are quite all right, yes? I barely notice them as I say, oh, we're fine. We're fine. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I just wish I'd been able to get him. He was moving so so quickly i wish i could have got that second shot off we could have ended this a lot quicker did he say well, who he was no he did not he didn't he simply grabbed me up out of my seat at the uh, dining table and well you know the rest from there <laughs> but please please all of you come to my private car why thank you i'm Within a few minutes, of course, as you walk back towards the back of the train. Um, sure enough, she has a private car. Um, it is uh, very well decorated, uh, very modern, uh, meaning art, meaning very early art deco. Um, you know, the surfaces are, are plain, but, uh, you know, rich materials, uh, you know, kind of sharp, dramatic lines. Uh, all of the lighting is, um, you know, sconced and recessed and indirect. Um, you know, as she, uh, you know, she she leads you in and, and she sits down and she invites you you all to sit and she uh, um, she calls uh, to her her maid and uh, within moments, uh, you know, the maid has the bar cabinet open and she is offering you. You know, your choice of uh, of drink. Uh, they have they have rice, they have scotch, they have uh, uh, sherry. Uh, she can mix cocktails, uh, French wine. Miss um, Lavoie takes a glass of champagne herself. I was going to say I'm going to wait to see what she drinks, and then I will have the same. Uh, that would be the champagne then. Ah, yes. Yes, thank you. <clears throat> yes. <clears throat> so, tell me, what, what brings all of you to, to Montreal? Coincidentally, we're all going to visit my cousin Philip. He's a priest there at... Saint Cutis. Ah, Saint Quité. Yes, I have seen the cathedral. I, I know that I, I had heard there was a new uh, priest there. Father mentioned something about it. I believe they've they've refurbished the place and uh, built some some new buildings on the grounds. It good to see such such a place come back to life. 
Are you a parishioner there? Oh, no, I, I, I live in New York now. But you are from Montreal. Uh, yes, we, oui, we, oui, yes. Uh, uh, my family is there. Oh. I moved to New York some years ago to, uh, uh, to uh, take up modeling, which I did for a while before I was lucky enough to land my first role and been there ever since. I will turn oh, to the others. Wonderful. Luck has nothing to do with it. She is a magnificent actress. Magnificent. <laughs> I still don't understand that strange gentleman's obsession with you. It must be very difficult in your work. All these strangers thinking of part of you. <sighs> Had you been dining alone? <laughs> <laughs> the most shocking thing of all. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> uh, no, I was not dining alone. I was dining with um, my traveling companion, but uh, I'm sure he is, he is okay. He is well. Oh, perhaps he is looking for you. <laughs> I'm a little crestfallen at the hearing that she had a dining companion, but I will soldier up. I will I will go and I will go and find him and bring him here to you. That's Oh no need, no need. It was only <laughs> I see what you were thinking, sir. No, it is only my bodyguard. Well, then I will go and give him a good thrashing. He is no good. <laughs> Well, he d he did what he could. Uh, I was very glad that uh, to have him there, and as I am very glad to have met all of you. Yes, well, quite nice. I don't think that man will uh, bother you again, but I uh, I insist you uh, you allow us to uh, accompany you for this last stage of the journey. If not here, we will wait outside. <laughs> Oh no! Of course, of course. You walk. I'm far more comfortable in here than uh, up in the carriage with the wall opened in such a way. I'm sure it makes. <laughs> I April can't in Montreal. Yes, I would agree. It's probably a lot more comfortable here. <laughs> Maybe a wee bit chilly. Yeah. I. Well. What brings you back to Montreal, then? Uh, oh, I'm uh, returning for uh, my grandfather's funeral. Oh, oh I'm, I'm very sorry. sorry. Oh, thank you, thank you. He was, he was a good man, but uh, time comes to us all. Hmm. Is this uh, at this church? Uh... Uh, Saint Cout uh, Saint Couty. Oh no, no! It's a private ceremony at uh, at Father's home. Mm. So Patricia is going to politely excuse herself with uh, <clears throat> some mumbled words about the ladies' room, and uh, maybe go find the conductor that 
did show up there um, at the very end and apologize for the uh, the other gentleman, but I don't have to talk about that right now. If there's more discussion going on here. No, we can we can cut over to that. Uh, you okay. can certainly find the uh, the conductor. Uh, he will recognize you as one of the uh, group who was uh, attempting to help Celine. Right. Uh, you are. Are you okay, Miss Boone? Are you Are you well? <clears throat> I will uh, draw my eyebrows together and uh, kind of lean into him and say, "Yes, I'm fine." And that young lady is fine now. No thanks to you. What do you know about this man? You clearly knew something had happened, or else you wouldn't have returned to that car. It would go well for you in the eyes of the law <laughs> if you were to tell me what you know. I can try to intimidate him again if that will be helpful otherwise. Uh, if you are trying to be intimidating, please roll and intimidate. Right. Give it a go. Give him the that's right. That is a normal success. Just, uh, <clears throat> that case, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, well, Miss Boone, I must apologize, but I'm quite certain that the law will not be involved in this. And do you know who the that? young? Do you know who the young lady is? Indeed, I do. Then, of course, you must know her father. <clears throat> her father? Perhaps you could enlighten me. Monsieur Lavoie? No. Of the Montreal Lavois? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and why should I know him? <clears throat> well, if you did know him, uh, you would know that he is not the type to want unwanted attention even of the legal kind i see he you is, mean particularly of the legal kind perhaps and he is a wealthy and powerful enough man that he does not receive unwanted attention i see still we are in america and we have not reached Montreal yet. Perhaps you would do well to consider that. As the kidnapping, the attempted kidnapping, took place on these grounds. Now, tell me what you know. <laughs> is there anything I is there anything I can get for you, Miss Boone? I see that uh, you've made your way back to uh Mademoiselle Lavoie's car. Uh, I assume you and your companions will be riding the rest of the journey there. You have nothing to say for yourself then? Uh, if there is anything I can do for you, please, um, please ring. And he turns and walks away from you. <laughs> the eyebrows, if possible, go even closer together. <laughs> but she composes herself, makes a quick trip to the powder room, and returns the uh, <clears throat> the private car. Uh, back in the car with Madame uh, Mademoiselle Lavoie. 
Uh, conversation continues. Um, if there's anything specific that any of you wanted to to ask, uh, otherwise, uh, you know, she will spend the rest of the journey uh, just in you know, in general conversation. Uh, you know, she's specifically in, you know seems to enjoy talking about uh, you know the theater and uh, literature. Um, <clears throat> so, is there anything in particular that anyone wanted to? Ask? Perhaps Miss Boone upon her return. Yeah, I will. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, she mentioned. Um, is it her father's funeral she's going for? I'm sorry that she grandfather. Mentioned? Grandfather, Grand yes. Yeah, so I'll ask. Um, I don't know we can role play this a little bit about um, a woman from your background. Um, you know, must be uh, must have had a, a hard time of it growing up. Uh, Miss Lavoie is here um, <clears throat> as delicately as she can. She'll ask if she comes from uh, <clears throat> an, adva an advantageous childhood. Advantage, I suppose you could say that. Uh, father is very wealthy, very powerful. He's a powerful man. He has powerful enemies. You don't say. Well, that seems actually as if it uh, might make things more difficult. <clears throat> what do you mean by, uh, by enemies? That sounds difficult. Perhaps rival business rivals, as you used to say? Oh, to the, uh, to the extent that I understand it, yes. Um, Americans, of course. And what business is it? No oh, business of mine, of course, but just just making chat, of course. <laughs> uh, father is in the import-export business. <laughs> Jim, can I make a no roll now or an idea roll? <laughs> <laughs> Being in a similar business. Yes. Uh, which one would you like, a no or an idea? Um. Uh, what are you trying to know, or what are you trying to have an idea? I'm about? suddenly realizing import-export sounds very familiar as an occupational standard. Uh, well, it doesn't matter. It's a re regular success on either one. So Okay. Uh, yes. Um, it is what you think it is. Have you, had any, have you had any dealings with such business? Well, it depends on what the business is. I identified myself as having worked with the Kennedys, which would suggest uh, moonshining was part of my portfolio. Um, so you do, I mean, you, you, like I say, you, you know, Selena Lavoie, you know, by photo and by name from her, you know, time as an actress in uh, New York, you know, you do not, you know, know or recognize <clears throat> the family name Lavoie as being in Montreal, um, but it certainly fits. Uh, with that, I will stand up. Oh, I've got to stretch my legs a bit. And I will go and try to find this wayward bodyguard. Uh, okay. Uh, as you open the door to the carriage, uh, there is a gentleman standing there uh, in the pose of a bodyguard. Is he wearing a priest collar? <laughs> <It's not. laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, 
I will warmly grab him by the shoulders. Just the man I wanted to speak with. Come with me, sir. Come with me, sir. Try to charm him away from the others. <clears throat> I do not think so, sir. Oh? Can I help you with some? Well, I suppose I was hoping to have a conversation with you about uh, your security procedures going forward. I know a little something about these things. <clears throat> and what and what would you like to say about it? This is as good a place as any for a conversation. I will slide the door closed behind me then. If you will allow me to do so. Yep, he will. And I will say, is it just you, sir? Yes. Will there be more meeting us at the at the train station? Of course. Well, it's not necessarily of course. I mean, of course would be the bodyguard actually protects the body. That's what the course would be. But that's not what's been happening. So we need to start at the very beginning again. You understand, sir. You understand. I can assure you that once we reach Montreal in civilization, Mademoiselle Lavoie will be well cared for. And, uh, yes, well, I suppose, uh, I suppose you'll want to arrange for us to, uh, receive any gratitudes from her father for our efforts in this matter. <clears throat> I believe your reward has already been proffered and accepted, sir. Oh, well, I don't think it's a reward to be continuing to do your job for you. <laughs> Well, you, you understand how this works. Well. We're sitting there. I mean, I, I, I never touch alcohol myself. I just, we're just there to sort of keep her safe until you showed up. I see. So, of course, there's, you know, there's, it's not really a reward to continue doing, you know, somebody else's job. I think a reward is more, uh, more tangible than that, wouldn't you say? Perhaps you would care to take it up with Monsieur Lavoie when we reach Montreal. I would love that opportunity. You've read my mind, good sir. Thank you, thank you. If we'll, you would we'll give me your card, sir, I can have his people call on you. <laughs> There's no need for that. We'll call on him, of course. Not a problem at all. Oh. Good. I'm glad we're able to reach an understanding. I clasp him on the shoulder again, open the door behind me, and step in and close it between him and myself. Okay. That happens. Anything else? Did I happen to see a priest when I was going in and out? <laughs> uh, did you want to see a priest? I really do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes perhaps uh, Father Coutier is wandering the carriages aimlessly yeah I, I heard a shot so I'm just curious and coming coming here and see if what actually what, what actually happened but um since everything seems to be 
kind of calm. Oh, I'll just probably run into uh, this brave man in the hallway. Don't forget <laughs> handsome. Oh, yeah, I, I handsome. thought you were talking yeah. about Stanley. His hands, true. But Stanley was really the one who brought him down, so I. Mm. <laughs> no, I guess I, I will be around just in case something else happens. If not, I will just meet with the group once we go to to uh, visit our our friend in common. Jim, I'd like uh, to take a look around. Do I see anything in her ca in her car that seems out of place? Um, it's about hit and roll. Nope. There's fine whiskey in the bottom of my glass. Probably not taking too much notice of much else. All right then. I, I think after the first glass myself. of I was gonna say I think after the first glass of champagne, Patricia would have joined Stanley in the uh the stronger stuff. <laughs> Okay. Uh, any other particular conversation or topics of interest? Or what we, we seem to be just about ahead. there, I, mm -hmm. I will suggest to the Mademoiselle that we would love to uh, to drop in on her at a time that was convenient, of course. Check in on her, if you would. Oh, you do understand I'm... Headed home for a funeral. I don't believe I shall have uh, much time to socialize. I do apologize. Uh, perhaps when we're all back in New York. That would be fine, of course. Very Thank kind. you for your understanding, sir. Well, thank you very much for the hospitality. Should, it was uh, it was my pleasure. I do I do hope you have uh, an enjoyable time here in Montreal. I'm sure it will be interesting. <clears throat> so um, it's basically twilight by the time the train rolls in to Viger Station. Um, <clears throat> through the uh, busy streets of Montreal. Um, as the, uh, the train kind of rolls to a stop, <clears throat> you all uh, exit. Uh, there is the matter of customs, uh, but that's very much a, uh, just a formality. Um, I mean, they basically just wave you through. Uh, as you come out of customs, uh, a tall, thin, uh, older gentleman, perhaps in his 60s, uh, comes up 
to you. Uh, yes, you are here for, for Father McBride? Yes. Uh, let's see, uh, Mr. Boyle, uh, um, Ms. Boone, you must be Ms. Boone. Uh, Miss LaForge. That is me. Yes, uh, Miss, Mr. McBride, uh, Mr. Steele, uh, and of course, uh, Father Gouthier. I'm afraid you have the advantage of us. Hello. Hi, good evening. Yes, I, um, uh, uh, Father McBride uh, uh, sent me with a carriage to, uh, uh, to take you uh, to the to the church, uh, he he will meet you there. It, it's not far. Uh, you're you're welcome to walk if you'd like. Uh, it is a lovely evening, uh, but uh, we can certainly take your luggage by carriage, or you're welcome to ride in the carriage, however you prefer. Was there anyone who would like to walk? I will stroll with you, Miss LaForge. Yes. Ah, that would be wonderful. I think I could stand with a stretch of my legs after that train. Hmm. Well, I will go with the, the luggage then and make sure it's all taken care of properly. Ah, thank you. Um, as the uh, luggage is being unloaded on the carriage and you kind of you know, get ready to to set out, you know, you can kind of, you know, you're kind of looking around, you know, at the, you know, the train station itself um, is a uh, chateau style station uh, with steep roofs and upper story gables. Um, and you can kind of see, you know, in the, in the city around you, um, you know, it is well unlike uh, any, any American city that you're familiar with. Um, you know, obviously for, uh, uh, for Miss LaForge, it is very much reminiscent of being back in Paris. Um, you know, if some of you have been overseas, you know, it 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 looks far more European uh, than it does kind of the garish modern American uh, style of the big cities. Uh, there are a lot of people, you know, there's 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 carriages and, and cars kind of moving on the streets. There's an awful lot of people walking, uh, you know, kind of everyone is. Um, you know, even the even those that are not well dressed are are neatly kept. Um, you know, and there's just kind of a, an air of of excitement and uh, a little bit of exoticism of the city. Uh, and as the uh, you know, as the the last bags are being loaded on the carriage, uh, you hear a voice. How exciting is it not? I love Montreal. And you turn, and it's uh, Celine. Yes, this is uh, very nice. Right, allow me to introduce my uncle, Jacques. Jacques Levere. He uh, he's come to you to take me to take me home. Um, uh, the uncle Jacques is kind of a, a a stout, kind of portly man uh, with a red face and a uh, long, kind of ankle-length fur coat, which seems a little bit. Uh, overly warmly dressed for the current weather, but um, there you are. Uh, where where will you all be staying? If if you have time, I'd very much like to uh, uh, call on you this evening. I, I can show you around town. 
What? Wait, didn't she just tell us that she didn't have time? Told you. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> uh, I do not know what our plans are this evening. We are we are here as visitors. Um, but it is possible we have time. Well, where where will you be staying? I will call on you, and if time permits, we can enjoy an evening together. Come to the church. Oh, of course, of course. The uh, yes, yes. I I will certainly do so. I uh, I look forward to seeing you later. And she I'm sure the father of... will be very happy to see you. And she, uh, you know, with the you know kind of half hug and. Uh, cheek kisses to everyone as she strides away. Uh, the uncle, uh, I do thank you. Thank you so much for assisting my niece. Uh, she told me what happened. Very good of you, very good of you. Um, please, if, if, if at any time during your uh, stay here in, here in our fine city, um, you find yourself with time on your hands, you are, you are more than welcome and, and warmly invited to come join us at the manor. Well, I thank you. I am um, offer him my condolences on the loss of your father. Yes, thank you. It was um, not particularly a surprise. He was getting on in years, but uh, still, he was he was a good man, and so I had a good family. And I wish you all a good evening. Good evening. He walks off following Celine. Did that seem like a total about face on her part? Uh, did it? I'd like to roll psychology on that if you wouldn't mind. Uh, I would not mind. You can roll whatever you want. I will roll. <laughs> I will succeed. What I am trying to figure out is exactly that. Like, was she just telling me she wasn't interested? Or was she saying before... Uh, oh, I don't have time, and suddenly she's free all evening, and we can come to the manor anytime we want. Um, it was a bit of a change. It was a bit of a change. You know, not, I mean, it's not entirely unreasonable. Um, you know, kind of you know in the the can't really say the heat of the moment that's kind of the wrong the wrong phrasing but um uh you know perhaps uh, you know i mean it did take some time to you know to uh, uh get off the train and and get through customs i mean not a long time but some time and you know perhaps there was some conversation with her uncle and you know so it, yes it was definitely it was definitely a change but not not, not entirely unreasonable that such a change could occur. All right. Um, you see uh, Celine and uh, Jacques get into a uh, very modern, sleek-looking limousine and drive away. Spot Does it look to me like they do have multiple bodyguards this time? Uh, there's more than one person in the car. Got it. 
I'm sorry, did you ask for a roll? Spot hidden. Yep. Extreme. Um, as the car drives away, uh, a raven flies off the roof of the station, swoops down, you know, almost hitting the roof of the car, and then disappears up into the sky. Disappears in the way of birds flying away, not like, you know, vanishes in a puff of smoke or, or anything like that. It's a bit odd. Yeah, nothing funny no, about the raven, like particularly large or has a nope. woman's face or nope. body of a cat. No? Okay. Nope. Just a raven. <laughs> Just a raven. I I believe some of you uh, said you were you were walking. Uh, yes. 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 Uh, he gives you uh, he gives you directions. Uh, is, would anyone like uh, like to join us on the coach? Oh, I'll come with you. I'll come with you. Oh, I'll go. I'm I'm tired of my of my trip. Uh, it's nice to see time. It's been a while. Well, ladies, and I offer my elbows to each of them. <laughs> And potentially Simon. Stanley's <laughs> <laughs> elbow happily. Yes, we're in good hands, I believe, in the police. Two gentlemen. Yes. Okay. Uh, you see, he, you know, he he kind of gives you quick directions, which are you know very easy to follow. Um, the carriage takes off. You take off walking and. Basically, you know, see the carriage moving off, moving off ahead of you. Um, the streets are cobblestone, kind of clack down uh, towards the river. Kind of turn, and before too long, you can see uh, it is a it's a fairly um, a brief ride. And eventually, you come to uh, the church. Uh, the evening is uh, is warm. A warm spring, uh, almost feels like early summer um, kind of evening. Very, very pleasant. Clear skies as the uh, moon rises and the stars kind of start to come out. The uh, the cathedral itself kind of looms ahead of you or above you as you uh, come out. It's a uh, um, it doesn't you know have the look of you know a fully kind of traditional. Um, you know, old Gothic cathedral. Um, clearly, it's been kind of rebuilt and re remodeled, um, and there is you know a fair bit of modern architecture built in there. Uh, and kind of on the steps, as the carriage pulls up, and the uh, those walking will be really just a few minutes behind, um, is Father McBride. He comes down these steps. Gentlemen, thank you so much for coming. Where? Oh, of course, they're walking. Yes, I see. Uh, he kind of waves you know, to the others a couple blocks down. Um, Father McGuthier. So, sorry, Father Guthier. So good to see you again. It's been too long. It's been too long, my friend. It's good to have your company again. Now I'll check his hand. 
Mr. Steele, thank you so much for coming. I did enjoy those uh, pieces you had, particularly the uh, those poor women in Michigan. Oh, I was very sad to to read of such things. Oh, and Mr. Boyle, so glad you could make it. Good to see you again, Daniel. Ah, oh, and, and you too, Philip. Oh, sorry, Father Philip now, I guess. <laughs> Philip is just as well for my friends. It's fine, it's fine. Oh, yes. You look well, you look well. As do you, Daniel. Thank you. Hmm. Before too long, the, uh, the walkers arrive. Miss LaForge, it's so wonderful. I haven't seen you since you were... Yay tall. How, how is your family? As they are doing well. My father would certainly say hello. Oh, excellent. I'm very glad to hear it. I was uh, uh, not surprised to see that you had moved to America, but uh, I hope your, uh, your studies have been successful. Your career am, is well on its way. I am making do. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Excellent. Miss Boone. Ah, Père Philippe. Oh, uh, those were do. the days, weren't oh. they, Patricia? Oh, they were. I'm surprised they let you within a uh, within 10 miles of a seminary. But uh, you've done well for yourself, Phil. She claps him on the shoulder. As of you, Patricia. Very successful, I see. Well, a girl does what she must. A girl does what she must. And, of course, Cousin Stanley. How are you? Um, I'm fair to Midland, fair to Midland. Um, you look well, Phil. Your mom would be proud. Oh, I do hope so. I do hope so. Thank you. But please, but please come in, come in. Uh, let me show you around. Uh, um, we've arranged for, uh, for guest rooms for each of you here in the, uh, uh, here in the seminary. The, uh, they are comfortable. They're they are a bit small, but uh, hopefully they will be to your liking. And he lead, kind of leads you into, uh, uh, you know, through the grounds of the uh, the church, into a particular building, and kind of upstairs, and to a row of rooms, and you know, kind of opens the doors in turn. Uh, each of the rooms is, uh, like, say, you know, basically just a small bedroom. Uh, it is, you know, they're, you know, just a, a, like a reading desk and a chair, uh, and a, uh, a single bed, <clears throat> um, you know, they are all spotlessly clean. Um, the furnishings are all new and, and clean and, and modern. Um, you know, they have an air of, uh, simplicity about them. You know, this certainly isn't you know, lavish extravagance by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but they feel, but they feel comfortable. They feel very comfortable. Um, uh, the wash, there's a, a couple of washrooms right down here. And he kind of shows you to, uh, you know, there's a couple of washrooms at the end of the hall. Um, but I'm, I'm sure you would all like to, uh, like a moment to clean up after your journey and uh, we can, we can talk over dinner. That sounds wonderful. Mm. I'm uh, most Sorry. curious at what uh, what this mystery is that you have. I think you will find it absolutely fascinating, Miss LaForge. 
No doubt. Well, please join join me for supper when you're ready. Uh, just downstairs in the uh, in the office, and um, I will see you soon. The um, the the gentleman who you know met you at the uh, train station uh, and who drove the carriage has been taking uh, the luggage in turn uh, in and has carried it up. And kind of sets it in the various rooms for each of you. Can I ask a quick question about the church as I look on the map? Yeah. I, I see, you know, where it's marked at number two, but I see Notre Dame uh, about a block ahead. Is that a larger cathedral? Did I miss that? Street name, I think. Oh, okay. Street name. Okay, thanks. Sorry. I picture that Stanley has basically a backpack for a week. Probably. I was thinking like a really battered, hard-sided satchel. Mm. Fair enough. But uh, I'll put on a a jacket with uh, some elbow patches for dinner. So we're down in the old city. Yes. So many memories. Um, I will take me, um, you know, the first opportunity I have to talk to the father. <clears throat> um, so, I mean, would you head like directly down without Doing anything? Can trying to rush down, get there ahead of the others, or? Yeah, maybe. You know, um, I I would just, you know, I don't have a lot of things with me, right? So I rush down and, and basically, I, I want to have a, a quick chat with him and and tell him that. Um, uh, Telling me how, how much I miss Montreal. I, I wish that I have stayed here. Okay. Um, as you get downstairs, you can certainly very you know very easily kind of find the uh, there's a there's a very kind of small cozy dining room, uh, and there is uh, a woman. She looks like this. Uh, whoops. Sorry, uh, in a moment she'll look like something. And where is she? She is Denise. She looks like this. Um, you know, kind of a, a stout, short, kind of friendly looking um, <clears throat> woman. Doesn't look that uh, friendly. Yeah, <laughs> friendly is not the word that popped into my mind. <laughs> uh, she is. Uh, she is setting the table. Oh, father, you're 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 very quick. Please have a seat. Can I bring you some coffee or or tea? Uh, thank you. Yes, coffee is fine. Uh, where is your father, McBride? Uh, oh, father McBride had some things to see to. He'll he'll, he'll join you for dinner momentarily. Well, that's a disappointment. Very well. Uh, yes, coffee is fine. Thank you. Two sugars, please. 
and <clears throat> within a within mere moments there is a hot cup of coffee with two sugars in front of you okay i will just sip a little bit while i wait wait for the others speaking of the others we head um, down for dinner yeah i don't want to do yeah. anything particularly special in the room i'm happy to go down at a reasonable moment i'm definitely going to splash some water around on my face uh re-energize whatever smells i've got on me <laughs> uh change out of the suit i've been wearing all day into one a newer one when suitable for going out onto the town, perhaps later. And then uh, make yeah, my way down. Well, that's his right. hope, but all, all indications are that this is not going to be a date. Um, yeah, I'll walk around a little bit up in our sort of residential area. Um, I was a little surprised last time at sort of extra guests. Uh, so I'll just sort of do a little bit of nosiness. Uh, there are a couple empty rooms, but they are empty. Okay. Yeah, and then wash up and head down. <clears throat> okay. Presumably, uh, before too long, everyone <clears throat> reaches the the dining room. Uh, the uh, the lady who is serving you, uh, she, you know, as each of you kind of walk in in turn, she'll offer you uh, coffee or tea. Well, thank you. Some coffee would be wonderful. And uh, bring whatever it is that you have asked for. And uh, not too long after the uh, the last of you arrives, um, Father McBride walks in oh excellent uh, thank you denise for for seeing to everyone uh, thank you all for coming uh, uh, please denise if you would go ahead and uh, serve dinner uh, yes father of course uh, father mcbride you know kind of sits and uh, you know shakes him you know settles himself in uh, and for quite a treat uh, denise is is a wonderful cook Ah, good. She makes very good coffee. <laughs> yes, she does. She does indeed. Um, dinner is is served. Um, it is uh, a roast, some roasted potatoes, various fresh vegetables, fresh vegetables, uh, some fresh breads, uh, some cheeses. Um, coffee and cheese and uh, fruit uh, for dessert, and uh, the uh, um, kind of throughout the meal, kind of you know, Father McBride, you know, kind of keeps the conversation uh, light. You know, how is you know how is so and so? What have you been doing since then? You know, kind of the the yeah. shared history that you each have. Yeah. <laughs> He's avoiding the, the main topic, why he brought us here, right? Well, yeah, I mean, dinner time. You don't talk about these things. <laughs> <laughs> it interferes you with have to enjoy the food right? during dinner time. 
exactly. Um, you know, eventually, as you know, um, Denise kind of clears away, uh, you know, the last of dinner and and brings out, uh, you know, a, a cheese board and you know a bowl of uh, of fresh fruit, um, and uh, you know, coffee or you know, fresh coffee or, or tea for everyone, and you know, she kind of clears off and toddles away. Ah, well, I hope everyone enjoyed that lovely dinner. I thank you all so much for coming. It's good to catch up, Phil, but uh, why don't you spill the beans? <laughs> as direct as ever, Stanley. As direct as ever. <sighs> well, I must apologize to each of you, of course. We were for having lost touch over these past 10 or so years. It is my time uh, in service to the church. Following my devotions, I did not have uh, much time to contact the outside world. You know, when one goes into the seminary, it it, it becomes one whole, one's whole life. It really, you know, occupies the entirety of one be, one's being. And I, and I think rightly so. Um, you know, one, one must really learn themselves before they can begin to try to uh, help help others and I, I do apologize for my being away for so long and not uh, at least keeping up correspondences but I do hope that what I what I'm about to offer you will somewhat make up uh, for all that well I'm sure if you ever tell us what it is Well, so as I'm sure you saw as you uh, as you arrived, uh, the church here is um, we've recently remodeled everything. Uh, when I was first assigned here, the place was rather run down. There was a lot of. Fortunately, the uh, um, the archbishop found quite a sizable budget for us, and we were able to rebuild it to. What I hope will be the majesty of days to come, but well, while it was under construction, we were excavating part of the basement of, of the old seminary. We found mm -hmm. a tomb down there. Not particularly unusual itself. I mean, you know, there are hidden tombs under every Catholic church in the world. It's not. Uh, not particularly surprising, but what was surprising was that, well, there was there was a body in the tomb, of course. I mean, someone was buried there at some point. <sighs> the strange thing, though, was that the body's heart was fully intact. What? How do you know that? Well, when we found it, the body was in rather a state of decay. Just bones, really. Oh. And and a heart. Oh, that is interesting. Like yes, heart, I think uh, it's... Sort of like a mummy's lower, right? No, not particularly. 
Uh, it was, you know, not <laughs> not beating or bloody or anything like that, but still, well, well preserved. I mean, and the the body was lying on a on a stone pillow. The pillow was carved with the words James of Andrews. Now, that may not mean anything to any of you, but James of Andrews was the name of a boy who was at an orphanage here in Montreal. That boy, James of Andrews, would grow up to be Sancute himself. Ooh. I think, oh. yes, I think that is the body of Sancute. I think that his heart is somewhat miraculously preserved as a relic. Hmm. Huh. Well, that is amazing. Miraculous. Yes. He is quite miraculous, I'm sure, but and... the only thing I have to go on at the moment is, is the name, James of Andrews. Uh, Sancute, as, as an adult, before he was canonized, went by the name James Andrews. And uh, he is somewhat recorded as using as using both names, both James Andrews and, and James of Andrews. So, how was uh, Andrews canonized? How how was he brought to sainthood, Sancute? I was afraid you were going to ask me that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> A lifetime of good service of the, to the Lord, no doubt. Uh, yes. And several miracles. Yes. <laughs> at at least as, three of them. Yes. At least three of them. <laughs> um, I, would, I have not brought this to the attention of the diocese yet. I, I need to be certain that the body and the, and the heart are Sankites before I do. And uh, so that's what I'm hoping that, uh, that you will do for me. This verifies the, the owner of the heart. <laughs> yes, exactly. I need um, I, I needed people I could trust. I I do you know feel somewhat in debt to each of you for stepping out of your lives for such a long period of time and you know perhaps you know perhaps uh, this this will help this will help you and you know, we can we can reconnect through this, and uh, you know, if if it's if this is the heart of uh, Saint Coute, I mean, such a miracle that we can if we can prove it, it will no it will no doubt being you know revealed to the to the entire world the hand of God at work. I mean, how many mm. how many souls can we bring closer to the light uh, if if we can prove this? Somebody's hand. We're. Oh, I was going to say you have found the um, the buried tomb, but uh, does the the church have records that go back to its founding as well? Perhaps archived. Um, I believe there are. So I have not had a chance to look at them. I'm, uh, of course, very busy. Um, you know, just trying to get the uh, the congregation up and running, which is. Uh, why I don't have time to, um, 
you know, to do the uh, <laughs> the detailed legwork myself. Oh, Phil, still trying to get others to do your homework for you. I understand. <laughs> just so, Patricia, just so. Uh, so, so the building Philip, was, was this found? Can we see it? Oh, of course, of course, yes, yes. Which I can, it's, it, uh, <clears throat> the, uh, we took the body uh, in, and all the contents from the tomb. Um, I mean, we had to take them out of the tomb to allow construction to continue. They, but they're all stored upstairs. You can go now if you'd like. Is the location has been completely rebuilt where it was? Um, the tomb itself still exists, but it's uh, it's been built into the, uh, the basement of, um, well, <laughs> of, uh, of this seminary. Ah. So it is, we can still go to the place where the body was. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Good. Well, but yes, perhaps you give us tour. Uh, with that, he stands. And I think this will be a good place to end it for the evening. <laughs> sure. All right. Dun, dun, dun.